Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Of Thursday and the expectations for inflation. We can talk about something Kevin O'Leary said. How about what YouTube content creators make? And unfortunately, we have to talk about a story where a property manager stole $55,000 from an unexpecting investor. More on that later. This is your daily financial news for Monday. January 8th, and let's just get right into it. Thursday is a very, very important day. We are gonna get CPI's headline, CPI core. We will get year-on-year and month-on-month numbers. The current expectation from the experts are that CPI will rise month-on-month. Last month reading was 3.1. The expectation is 3.2. I want to give you right now my guess, my opinion. My crystal ball says it will actually come in flat. I believe it will come in at 3.1. Just because we're here and we're talking about inflation, the next month, I actually believe we will have our first reading of CPI headline with a 2 on it. I do believe that next month we will get a 2.9, possibly a 2.8 reading, but more on that in about four weeks. Why is Thursday important? Frankly, we are looking for validation that the Fed is done. This particular month is a very small, what they call base effect, meaning the 12 month rolling um, calculation, a very small number rolls off and you get a new number. Hence, people are expecting this month to be bigger than the month that's leaving, hence a rise to 3.2. I believe it's gonna surprise to the downside. You're seeing at least weakness in commodities. I do believe shelter inflation is gonna continue to roll over. We are getting closer and closer to April and May where we will get that full input. So we shall see Thursday is an important day. If it shocks to the upside, Let's say, for example, it comes in at 3.3 or, heaven forbid, 3.4. Of course, these are headline readings. You could actually see talk of the Fed going higher. I, again, don't believe they will raise in January. I believe it's January 31st. It might be February 1st. But it will be the talk of the tape if we get a surprisingly high number. If it comes in low, you can expect people to start talking about a March rate cut. So 3.2, May or June rate cut, 3.3 or higher, we get talk of a raise, 3.1 or lower, March rate cuts are on the table. So pay attention Thursday. Thursday will be market moving for the bond market, treasuries, the stock market. Let's get there together. How about Kevin O'Leary? Mr. Wonderful, Shark Tank himself. He talks about the annual salary is a drug that employers feed you to forget your dreams. I think it's a cute quote. I think it's very, it 
it brings emotions. Something that I want to continually stress is that you can use your W-2 as a tool to earn financial freedom, a tool to qualify for great rates, a tool to build your empire in influence. Work your nine to five while you work your five to nine. There has never been a better time to build a side hustle, to build a brand, to build a real estate portfolio, whatever that is for you. The tools and technology that are out there today allow you to build something while you have your job. And trust me, if you have the imagination, the fortitude to say that my job is the tool to get me to my dreams as opposed to the drug that kills my dreams, you will go to work in a far better state of mind. And as a leader in an organization, trust me when I say, I know which employees are excited to be there. They get the largest raises. They get the largest stock grants. It's just how the system works. Use it as you will. But again, I believe it is too common for folks like Kevin O'Leary, like other entrepreneurs to say, hey, the day job is a drug, they're killing your dreams. No, change it up. Use your job to build your thing on the side. Get proof of concept. Get proof of concept. All right, let's actually jump to YouTube creators because again, thank you for helping me get one rental at a time over 50,000, now on our way to 56,000. Like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. You know what to do. Did you know, according to Linktree, 72%, 72% of YouTube creators make less than $500 a year. I think quick math tells me that's about 40, 41, 40 bucks a month. 72%. 17% make between $500 and 5K. So that's up, we're up to 89% now. 5% these are yearly numbers. These aren't monthly numbers. 5% Five, make between 5 and 10K. 4% make between 10 and 50K. And then finally, only 2% of all YouTube creators make 50 grand a year. So think about this. You watch, what would that be? You watch 100 channels, pretend. Only 2% or two channels make more than 50 grand a year via AdSense. I want you to understand that if you are building something on the side and you happen to use YouTube like I do, it is only one of the platforms. I would argue it's the most important. It's the only platform where I personally put content, but then this can feed Instagram and Facebook and you, know, you can get links to your website and Amazon referral and all that stuff. These numbers right here are just from AdSense. You can write a book, write one rental at a time, 15 conversations with millions. Use your day job, back to Kevin O'Leary's point, to build a plan, right? Rolled out a book, created a channel, second book. There's, there's really a process that you could do to build a brand, and hopefully you're building a brand around something that truly excites you. If you have a hobby, if you are Gen X like me, and you've had a hobby for 20 years, 
trust me, there's something there for you. There's a tribe of followers that will come to you for your content and your passion and your, your knowledge. So it is out there for you if you want it. Let's talk about Resi Club. Yes, folks, one of our Thursday experts, Lance Lambert, Resi Club. Go to resiclubanalytics.com for your free articles. Two topics that Lance has been covering in the last uh, five days or so that are important. One, we are about to have the largest, largest influx of multifamily since 1974. I am seeing doomers categorize this as housing units. Now, technically, calling them housing units is accurate. But let's just be friends for a minute. When you read housing units, don't you, as a non-real estate expert, think single-family homes? Maybe you think condos and townhouses. You don't think apartments, right? They're called housing units. In reality, what is coming is a lot of multifamily property in the Sun Belt. We are seeing rents fall in markets like Phoenix and Austin and others. It's not countrywide, but if you have thousands of units coming online, you are going to see softer rents. So please don't get it twisted. We are not building enough single family homes. We have lots of multifamily units coming. And again, the highest unit count in 2024 since 1974. That is where we are. Next, Resi Club article talking about insurance. Uh, if you went back and listened to a couple of my conversations with Melody Wright, one of the topics that she is digging into is insurance. Melody Wright happens to focus a lot on Florida. They are seeing wild increases in insurance rates. You have heard me talk about California. In fact, insurance in California has been going up for the last two years or so, so much so that I had to add an insurance broker to my office in Fresno because so many folks, myself included, were getting cancellation notices, right? You have a fourplex, you have it with the same carrier, they decide not to, you know, to diversify or whatever they decide. They give you a cancellation notice. This has happened to me. So if you are in California, this is only California because brokerages are only licensed by state, I guess. If you are in California and you need some help or you are in California and you are afraid of getting a cancellation, do yourself a favor. Call Elaine at 559 696-9196. You can tell her that I sent you there. She is at my office building in Fresno. I have no relationship. It's not my brokerage. It's just somebody uh, that helps me and maybe she can help you get another quote or something. Um, she has been a little sick recently, uh, so her turnaround time wasn't uh, great over the holidays, uh, but I do believe she is getting better today. So Elaine, if you are in California and you need insurance help, 559-696-9196. She has helped me uh, cover one of my fourplexes here recently uh, that was, uh, they got a cancellation notice, which is not fun, not cool, not cool at all. Uh, so talk about that. Cash, this is an important run. We have heard for many years now about all this money sitting on the sidelines. 
excess cash, excess savings. I've always wondered what that meant. What it really means is, hey, we came into 2020 at some number. Over the course of two or three years, that number grew. Why is that important? Well, it has now been ported, reported by LendingTree that the cash savings on the sidelines is now back to 2019 levels. So the consumer, after having two years of STEMI checks, um, expenses not happening, travel down, whatever it is, we now, at least in totality, have uh, got our savings or cash balances down to where they were. So what does this mean? Well, if it's true, and it's not just, you know, we're moving cash around, because one of my fears is, okay, in 2020, we had cash in, you know, a bank. Now, because money markets are 5% or whatever they are, we've moved it out of a bank into money markets. The article that I read didn't really qualify what cash was. So sometimes I read these articles and think that the writers are just going for the most negative article. So I am trying to dig into that. Is it, hey, is it really, is it, is it cash or is it all liquid funds? So I'll hopefully find that out in the next couple of days. But it is at least interesting to think we are getting back there because if we are, all of this discretionary spending, right, optional spending, certainly will come in. Uh, so it'll be something that we need to watch, especially as earnings come out in uh, next couple of weeks. I think it starts Friday with the big banks. So uh, one of the things that we do on Sunday is we interview new investors. One of those discussions came out yesterday, and it's heart, gut-wrenching, heartfelt, painful, painful story. I want to shout out Craig for being brave enough to come on the channel and warn other investors. Craig shared a painful story where his property manager stole $55,000 from him collectively. In that discussion, you will hear Craig be very vulnerable. You will hear him admit mistakes. We will also dig into the red flags that will hopefully help you not have that happen. If you've heard my story for any length of time, you know that I've fired five property managers in five years. Being a property manager sucks. It is a hard job, especially if you're investing out of area or out of state. You have to watch them. You have to manage them. There are not all good people. Some of them are bad. Some of them are crooks. You have to figure it out. My property managers, those first five, I say stole 10 to 12 grand from me over the course of five years. So again, you need to, if you are thinking about out of state, you're thinking about using property managers, please watch this. And then at the very end of that conversation with Craig, we talked about how tools today, a la Hemlane, something we talk to, I think every Thursday. Yeah, I think it's Thursdays. The CEO of Hemlane, again, I was just an advisor early on telling him what landlords want. Um, it helps you today. These tools didn't exist when I got started. But the ability to have you collect the rent versus someone else, you advertise, you repair coordinate. There are just so many tools that are available today that weren't available 20 years ago when it was, yes folks, fax machines. 
uh, to fax uh, invoices back and forth. So again, watch that video. We have two more uh, videos coming out today that were recorded yesterday. But now for the highlight of the show, at least for me, we get to highlight some golden tickets. Yes, folks, we got a couple of people that got some golden tickets. You can see the count's been updated to six golden tickets. Senya, congratulations for getting your first deal. Congratulations on all the work. And Glover, uh, congratulations uh, for getting your first deal. Your golden ticket will be on the way. So folks, you can only ever get one golden ticket for your first deal. You can get as many of these black cards. If you've closed some deals and I have helped you, I need to know about it. We are counting. I'm trying to get to 500 black cards and 300 golden tickets. So please reach out to me on Instagram, direct message. Email me off my website. Whatever it is, I would love to mail more and more of these. Glover and Senya, your cards are already stamped. They will be in the mail shortly. And then, folks, we are down to 40 days. 40 days to the event in Vegas. It is time to buy your virtual ticket. Uh, it will sell out. And we have only, we got 52 tickets sold. So buy the ticket today. Again, you, the agenda's there. You can watch the speakers live. Uh, you will also get the recording after the fact. Uh, so you can watch the ones that you've missed. But 99 bucks, this will be the cheapest cost. I will sell it after. It won't be $99. So hey, if you just want to save money, buy the ticket, get the video when it's released. Have a good time. And then lastly, Go to my website, onerentalatatime.com if you want to get access to the 53-year spreadsheet, you want to see book recommendations, whatever you would like. Have a great day. Again, do yourself a favor. Go watch that interview with Craig talking about a property manager stealing 55 grand. It is a sad, sad story, but one that all of us can learn from. And Craig, I want to thank you for being brave and willing to share that story. It is without question somewhat embarrassing, somewhat painful, but Craig, you have helped hundreds and hopefully thousands of people by being willing to share your story. Uh, I consider you a hero uh, for stepping up and sharing that story. All right, everybody, take care. Have a wonderful day. Bye.